0: What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because you know what? The world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career, with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our Royal F-Ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Happy Monday, everyone. And this podcast is going nowhere. Ooh, what a way to start the show, huh? Yeah, this podcast is going nowhere if I don't start opening up about specific situations that occur to me so you can actually relate and learn from them. Yeah, that's what I realized. I always try to be so broad. I try to be so vague. I try not to you know, overstep any boundaries, but that's not what you guys need. You guys need some honesty. You guys need to know what actually is going on instead of just vague details. So, right now, I am helping with um, few supply chain problems in hospitals. So, I am working with some individuals to connect both the supply. The people that are actually in charge of purchasing the supplies at hospitals, and I'm connecting them with other well manufacturers and other people that have supplies right now to be more specific, I'm connecting one group that has a hundred million dollars in n ninety five mass and other hospital needed material and a few hospitals that I know of kind of been looking into recently surgery centers, stuff of that nature because believe it or not, I'm from Minnesota. Yes, a lot of you guys already know that. And we have a stay-at-home policy right now. And policy, law, whatever one. So we're here at home, which means I'm trying to learn a lot about what's going on in the hospital system. And I learned very quickly that one hospital I know of, a surgery center, and it's not, yeah, a surgery center. They only have 30 N95 masks right now. That's right, three, zero. So they are really struggling to make sure they have the supplies they need to keep on moving and grooving. And something that's important here, and this is what I told this um, supplier that has this all this material, you have to take a look at what is really needed and who needs it, right? So right now the structure is we have a bunch of hospitals that are actually taking on COVID-19 patients, all right? So these hospitals are going to lock down, they're going to focus on COVID-19, they're going to focus on making sure they have the ventilators, they're going to have that figured out. Outside of those hospitals, we have a bunch of surgery centers, right? So these surgery centers, they're where all the surgeons are taking care of both emergency surgeries and non-essential surgeries. So non-essential surgeries might be like, I don't know, having having a facelift, or maybe you need your ACL done. That's not necessarily emergency, you can wait a couple months. So right now there's a bunch of surgery centers that are non-essential and they made sure they stopped non-essential procedures so they could start turning their rooms into hospital rooms and ICU rooms because they have oxygen. And that allows it to be easier to convert them into rooms with ventilators. Anyways, so there's these two types of hospitals, right? So you got the hospitals taking care of COVID. And the surgery centers or some of these other hospitals are actually going to just be taking care of emergency surgeries. So the hospitals I'm talking about right now that only have 30 and 95 mass are the ones that are actually taking care of the emergency surgeries. So if you detach your retina instead of going to one of these hospitals that are helping COVID patients, you're going to get sent over to the surgery center or this other location that's only taking care of emergency retina surgeries. Anyways, there are going to be a little bit of problems there because everyone's really focused on getting all the supplies to COVID patients or COVID hospitals, and that's good. The problem is if you have a whole other workforce working on emergencies and you don't provide enough material and you don't have the resources necessary to make sure they're protected, you don't want your emergency surgeons to have COVID and therefore not be able to help with emergencies. So we need to make sure we balance out the entire system. Therefore, that's why I'm working with a few people to make sure those surgery centers and those surgeons and doctors and nurses and frontliners get what they need. So it's craziness right now in the world of COVID. And um, I'm learning more right now than I have learned in forever. And it's just insane. You know, it's a I wrote a post today and I basically was explaining that the loss of life, the people that are sick, this is a horribly devastating time. It's tragic for a lot of people and it might be tragic for you and me eventually, but it's also a great opportunity to learn. I mean, I personally, I'm not trying to be selfish, but I am not affected by COVID at all right now. I might be a compromised patient, but I don't know anyone with COVID at this moment. Yes, I know a lot of frontliners, but none of them are sick. And I don't know anyone that's died. So it really hasn't affected me at this moment. And it doesn't mean it won't. And I want to do everything I can to help by all means. But I also want to take advantage of this time being at home doing nothing to learn. And I wrote in a post saying, this is the greatest time ever for all of us to improve ourselves. And I mean that you should be sitting at home improving yourself every single day because this is a freaking opportunity. And, you know, this weekend, I don't know what you guys did this weekend, but I know I sat down with my buddies and we decided, you know what, we got to really focus on creating an accountability group. So we sat there and we looked at April and we actually tried to figure out exactly what our goal should be for April. And, you know, I'm going to share this with you right now. I'm trying to figure out if educating entrepreneurs is something I should continue to focus on because I need to know if me putting the time in makes sense. All right. So, to do that, I actually took this weekend. I sat there and I thought about what is my big goal and what is my yearly goal with educating entrepreneurs? What has to happen this year for me to move forward? So, I actually picked revenue amounts that I need to hit and I decided for me to keep working on educating entrepreneurs, You know, I need to do X amount and eventually I might share that. You know what, screw it, I'll just share it. If you're listening to this podcast, I can't do it, sorry. I just can't yet. Um, But basically I took what I needed to do over the next year and I spent some time breaking that down into monthly goals and it allowed me to figure out exactly what I needed to do in April, and allow me to talk to my buddies about figuring out exactly what we can do to hold each other accountable to become better as a group of buddies. And you know, I know this is another tangent or I'm going down another who knows alleyway, but I had conversations with all kinds of friends this weekend. And if you don't have friends that legitimately make you better, you need new friends because I realized I love my friends like crazy because we are consciously sitting there figuring out how do we make each other better whenever we talk to each other. We talk about business for hours. We talk about faith for hours. We talk about family. We talk about relationships. All we're trying to do constantly when we're together is improve each other's lives. And I think that makes it our friendship so special because I mean, I know a lot of people are talking to people right now and they're FaceTime and they're trying to catch up. But I hope you're also talking to people about how you guys can improve, how you become better professionally, personally, all of this awesome stuff, because this is an opportunity to have conversations that you never, ever have. And I'm lucky, because my friends and I, we always have these conversations, which is fun and sweet. But try to change that if you don't usually have those conversations. Find people that can help you grow every single day, because it's so freaking awesome. Like, I love my buddies. I, I love that they can make me better. My family's the same way. I have this unique support group that just keeps pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to do more, 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 and it's just awesome because I have them by my side. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's what happened. That's what's been happening this weekend, at least. Some supply chain stuff for hospitals. I, uh, Yeah, I figured out my goals. And if you guys are wondering, yeah. Stay at home. I mean, that's what we're in Minnesota right now. We have to stay at home. So what did I do? I worked a little bit. I played some freaking scrabble games, which were awesome with my wife. Did some cooking more like my wife did the cooking. Actually, when I really think about it, I worked, work, 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 and went for several walks. Oh, it feels so good to get outside right now in Minnesota 58 at this moment. Warmest it's been in about six months. It's lovely and the best ever. So been spending time outside and I have to say, strangely, really strangely, it does not feel like bad things can be happening out there or people could be getting sick when it becomes nicer out. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but when it's nice out, it doesn't feel like there could be bad going on in the world. Something about it, just like a change of mentality. When I think of like the coronavirus, COVID-19 just spreading across the country and it's snowy and freezing cold out, it seems like, yeah, it should be. It's scary. It's everywhere. But when it's nice out, it's like, how in the world can this thing spread? And I, I started to think about that and I was like, wow, I guess I can see why some people might not have been taking it nearly as seriously as they should have been down south where it was warm along the beaches because it'd be hard to really mentally wrap your head around that that everyone's just living life normally and it's super nice out and you can do all this stuff yet you're supposed to be it easy and staying away from people not to get people sick so that was just a random tangent but i was just thinking about that when i've been outside recently and it just super surprising to me it just life feels so good right now. And I know it actually feels probably really good for a lot of people unless you're inside of a hospital where it becomes mayhem and it's scary. But update for all of you guys, if you're Minnesotans, I actually recently just looked into this and I will look into my data again. Um, If you're in Minnesota, we are looking okay on COVID patients. So I actually do a lot of COVID-19 research. If you guys didn't know, it's actually, um, it's going to sound bad, but it's one of my favorite things to do. makes me think I should maybe go to medical school at the age of 26 instead. Um, haven't quite decided on that yet. That would be a long shot, but it just seems so rewarding to help people learn about pandemics, try to do your part. But in Minnesota, if you're Minnesotan, we are doing okay. We only have 576 positive cases. And that's not too shabby, considering we've already tested almost 19,000 people, or we actually had 19,000 tests come back. So when you do the math on that, got to do the math quick. 576 divided by 19,000. We're running at about 3%. And that's pretty amazing that only 3% of our tests are coming back positive because places like New York, stuff like that, they're coming back at like 20 to 30% positives, which is insane. Um, on top of that, our 576 patients, um, well, 260 of them are already recovered, which is freaking awesome. So we're about 50, 50 right now. That was a weird way to say 50, And yes, our deaths are going up a little bit. We're at 10 deaths and that's sad. We wish we didn't have to do that. But out of those 576 cases, we've only had 92 of them be hospitalized, which is, I mean, actually that's a bit, but when we're worried about overloading our system, one positive is we've had only 56 hospitalized today or in total we only have 56 in the hospital and we only have 24 of them using ICU beds right now. So the fact that we only have 235 ICU beds in the state, and at this moment we're only running at 24 of them, we're looking pretty right now. And Minnesota is doing a heck of a job on figuring out COVID from a standpoint of taking action before it's a big deal. And that doesn't mean we're not going to be struggling in two weeks. We don't know yet. We don't know how this thing spreads. And um, we're just learning a lot on the fly. I mean, you look at it two weeks ago, people said COVID was uh, only, you'd only spread it through touch. And then after that, it said COVID is airborne because it sits in the air for three hours. But now they're back to it's touch again and it's on all kinds of different things that you just can get it from by wiping your face, blah, 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 blah. We had other things, you know, at the beginning it said COVID-19 doesn't show any GI problems. So gastric problems, you know, your belly doesn't get upset, no diarrhea. A couple of weeks later, you find out that GI problems in COVID actually leads to the most serious conditions and very often deaths. So we're learning a lot about COVID-19. There's a lot of changes going on, but every day that we keep social distancing, and taking this thing seriously, the more we can learn, the more we can help our frontliners. And you know what? I want to call some people out quick, not by name, because I don't know their names, but I've been seeing all of these articles over and over again about how stupid the social distancing and the lockdowns are. I have to say, I agree with some of that, right? Like I agree that the markets are getting just destroyed and I agree that we might need to get people back in the office somehow. But I also don't like the fact that all these articles are being written with so much rage. I heard comments like, first this is the first liners' jobs to take care of us. They should be prepared. Well, guess what? Frontliners, sorry, I said first liners before. Frontliners don't need to take care of us. They don't. It's their job just like your job if they decide to go home, we'd all be screwed. All right. So please, if you're writing articles about how frustrated you are with things, don't freaking rip frontliners. I mean, we have 40,000 volunteers hitting New York. These are doctors that are pulled out of retirement, nurses that are pulled out of retirement. They're they know that they're the most compromised individuals and they're going there to help you every day. One more thing about the whole talking about this thing with so much rage Don't act like trying to save lives is ruining your life because of the economy. And I get it. People are in tight spots and I'm, we're all working our butts off to help each other. But the thing is, I don't think any economic loss would feel nearly as bad as if you ended up losing your mother, your wife, and your infant. And that's happening. Okay. Infants are dying. Really, it's only been one, but an infant is dead. 30-year-olds are dead. 60-year-olds are dead. Can you imagine if it went through your family because you didn't want to deal with the economic loss? And I get, as I said, I get it. I get the points. I think we're going to need to make changes as we learn more to help the economy and get people back to work. But just don't say it with so much rage, please because you would change your story real quick if something happened to you. And that's what's trying to be prevented right now. And we're trying to help the frontliners that are working their butts off, sacrificing their lives for you, all right? So there's my tangent, that's what I wanted to say today. It's Monday, it's the beginning of another week that feels exactly the same as the weekend. And we're gonna keep fighting, we're gonna get through this, and it's gonna be, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us and we're going to be stronger after and we're going to love each other more after at least that's the hope so with that thank you for listening to today's episode of the bobby mason audio experience please 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 check out uh, my insta page bobby h mason you can get some great content you can find me on facebook twitter linkedin but instagram baller kind of another thing is If any of you guys are looking for something to do, check out my course. I just launched a new course uh, with a bunch of animated videos, and it is on personal and business development for startup founders. And I'm going to get into all the nitty gritty of things like if you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what the successful traits are of entrepreneurs, how to create some powerful goal setting, how to fund and money manage your company, time management skills, networking skills. And lastly, we do a huge course, huge lesson on finding your passion. So check that out. I actually have it linked in my social media feeds. I also have it on uh, Instagram. And uh, you guys can actually look it up on udemy.com. Look up personal and business development for startup founders, or more importantly, just check out educatingentrepreneurs.com. That's our site. That's my site that you can find everything that I'm putting out there. And with that, have a great day. We will see you Tuesday.